0: Folks out there For your paycheck If you're having problems Like on payday With your check The squeaky wheel Gets the oil folks mm-hmm. Escalate that Be polite More bees with honey But I think if you Raise the If you really Escalated enough You'll get your money That day You know what I mean And you need it And you're due that money And in some cases It's legal And you can just You legally owe me My money right now And it's up to you If you want to wait To get it mm-hmm. Right welcome back folks this is episode 14 of it's about your paycheck we're talking about customer service today and before we get into it how you doing today sir i'm a little melancholy i'm sorry
1: (laughs) as soon as you gave the hesitant time i was like oh (laughs) i'm a little melancholy my boys they were frozen fish out there tuna fish yeah frozen fish fish. yeah frozen tuna fish i like that yeah (laughs) Two fish, yeah. They did not look good. We scored a touchdown by a touchdown. Luck. Luck. He caught what, it and <laughs> broke a couple tackles and scored. What I
0: was saying is maybe the ice helped them in that one instance with the touchdown, and then they just couldn't leverage it again. I don't know, bro. I'm sorry, man. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, I just mm-hmm. want the Cowboys to lose. That's all I need. Just, as long yeah. as the Cowboys lose, then all will be well in the universe for me. I'll be right in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, oh,
1: man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Other than that, I'm okay. How, how nah, I feel you, you.
0: I'm good, man. Yeah, no, I'm good. Really good. I got one of my boys down here from New York, so it's cool to see fam and stuff. We're going to take the kids out later to the movies and stuff.
1: Nice. What oh, are you going to see?
0: The new Aquaman.
1: The new one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell me, tell me how. Tell me how yeah. it is.
0: Yeah, when you got kids, you got to find something
1: friendly. Yeah, I, I, you tell me your opinion because I've heard stuff about it, and I've known people that want to go see it, so I'm oh, not going to say anything. Oh,
0: damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all kind of stuff, right? Hey, it's just yeah, yeah, exactly. We will enjoy the time. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure it, I'm sure it will be
1: you know? that movie popcorn. That yeah. makes it all better,
0: bro. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, folks, we're talking about customer service today and customer service plays out in a lot of ways for employees. What I wanted to do, and Walt has some stuff to share as well, of course, we come and bring you some great information. What I'm going to do is go, if you're an employee and you want to understand how your payroll department should be giving you customer service, right? And we're talking about your paycheck. So it's like, what customer service do I get behind this? And- It can vary from company to company. What I mean by it can vary is the type of things that the payroll department is allowed to answer, right? Or they're responsible for, not even allowed things like they're actually responsible for. For instance, you may call and say, hey, my medical deduction is wrong. Now, good first guess that you call your payroll department to handle that, but they may have to actually send you to someone in benefits. Maybe they can answer it, it really all varies on how the company, and that's what I mean. It varies company to company, depending yep. on who, right? So
1: depending on the structure, man. Yep.
0: Yeah, depending on the structure, and that, and that, the, the I keep getting the celery team ringing in my head when we talk about variations. I hear that there's no playbook. I just hear him keep <laughs> yep. hearing them in my head, right? There's no playbook. There's Uval, no playbook. you yep. Mm-hmm. all thank you, and. It, he's so right. There's no playbook when it comes to payroll and how the payroll department is set up, who the payroll department is reports to. And that all impacts, by the way, the little nugget that I learned this past year about whether payroll sits on HR, under HR or finance, mm-hmm. right? For a long time, I thought it doesn't matter who they sit. You got to do the same job. And for the most part, that is correct un- un- until we get to the customer service piece. So mm. survey says that if payroll is sits under HR, the customer service is better than mm. if payroll sits under finance. And the reason why is finance folks are very... And payroll too, payroll folks too. And that's why customer service is important. And that's why we're talking about it a lot right now because mm-hmm. customer service should be elevated no matter what where you are. But anyway, mm-hmm. the survey said that it suffers because if payroll is under finance, the answers that you get are very black and white. They're very, there's an error. Either I messed it up or you messed it up, but either way you're waiting until the next paycheck to get it point blank. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Very curt, very straightforward, very black and white answers. Whereas in HR, it's a different experience because now HR has that balancing act that they have to pull off between keeping employees happy, but also being responsible for the company, right? Acting on the company's behalf, but but really mainly the employee experience, right? HR owns that. I think it's probably arguable, but I think they have, if not own it, they have a big ownership in it, and that's where we see survey says that's where we see the big difference and i can tell it makes me think and i don't know if you could think about back in your career like how that customer service was delivered whether yeah. when you were under finance or whether you want the hr right i feel like when i was under finance i got the, a lot of support for the very short answers oh you gotta wait till next week yep
1: we got support yes,
0: for that. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. But in HR, it's, no, Brian, can we do it today? Is there anything we can yeah. do right now for the employee? And right. That's is-
1: because so- if you think about it, like the finance team is okay. How can we? A lot of finance teams, I'm not going to say every finance team is Correct. this way. Correct. But a lot of finance teams in my career that I've worked with or for, their main thing is bottom line. Yep. And how to cut expenses, how to save money, how to say, hey, instead of doing an off cycle, we'll add it to the next check. So we don't have that off cycle fee. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And then, but from HR, how can we get this person paid as soon as possible? Yes. Whether that's off cycle or a, a, a faster option. Like I know back in the day, it used to always, can we do a wire? Like that was yeah. always yes. one of the things that people yes. would say. Definitely. So that right. those are the kind of the different I think the different mindsets, because I think there's two different mindsets with okay. finance and with HR in some cases.
0: Yeah. And you said, which you, which you made me think of, and that, thanks for that. You're absolutely right. It, Folks out there, for your paycheck, if you're having problems like on payday with your check, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, folks. Mm-hmm. Escalate that, be polite. More bees with honey. But I think if you raise the, if you really escalated enough, you'll get your money that day. You know what I mean? And you need it and you're due that money. And in some cases, it's legal and you can just, you legally owe me my money right now. And it's up to you if you want to wait to get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause, you know, by default, we kind of payroll will, will, will sometimes just push back on that rule and say, hey, no problem. We'll fix it. Sorry, but it's going to be in the next paycheck. And it's up to you to be like, hey, no, 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 that's not okay. I need it right now. Mm. So some of the things that you should get from your payroll department is amazing customer service, first of all, right? Regardless of what they're where they responsible sit. for, where they sit. Exactly. You should have amazing customer service for them, but they should help you understand your paycheck, your calculations. If you have questions, what the deductions are, they may not know why that medical rate is different. But they can say, oh, that's medical, you know, that's your medical deduction. Cause sometimes things are coded and mm-hmm. people word things differently. And please believe, folks, a lot of this stuff is somebody in the background making up the descriptions and names and mm-hmm. codes for this stuff. So it's this person back, right? This person back yeah. in the day thought that was cute. And now it doesn't really resonate anymore. But anyway, yeah. so you got, you may have to ask them what, how my taxes are calculated, right? Yep. How your net amount. Is, has gotten. How do you how did you get to this net amount? Mm. Those things are absolutely from payroll, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Errors, if you have an error, they're gonna be the first contact to help you resolve it, even if it's not their doing. We have in, in in organizations, we have folks that there's a lot of there's a lot of what do they say? There's a lot of chefs in the pot. There's a lot of chefs yeah, in the kitchen.
1: A lot of chefs in the kitchen. A lot of chefs in the kitchen. A lot of hands in the pot. Yeah.
0: A lot of hands, exactly. So You know, what I've been, what I have the honor of doing, and it is reining those chefs in, right? And my team is responsible for employee data, right? So we're responsible for anywhere employee data is, we have to really, so we try to reign those chefs in. But anyway, yeah. so with that being said, don't beat up your payroll department if they don't know everything, but they should help you get the answers, right? What's up?
1: Yes. A, a good organization should have a good, I don't know, flow chart or organizational chart. Organization, so yeah. a breakdown of who handles what. So if you go to payroll and maybe payroll can't answer it, still payroll should give you a level of service, customer service that they point you in the right direction, at least not just uh, payroll, exactly. but anybody, if you call them and say, Hey, something's going on with my benefits and if that and if those if the current setup for your company is not one where that payroll department handles that they can try to answer it for you but if they don't know the answer they should forward you or point you in the right direction so you can get the proper answer that you're looking for yep exactly right
0: yeah another good one another one that that, it could be a kind of combination but garnishments if you have or if you're unfortunately garnished, and garnishments for folks—if we're talking about paychecks—if you're not familiar with garnishments, thank God, because that means you haven't been garnished. But what it means is like a creditor, a tax levy. So a creditor, right? If you think, "Oh, I'm, I didn't pay that credit card bill, and f them, I ain't paying them ever," they're gonna catch up with you eventually. And unless, unless you live in Texas. Oh, what's the
1: rule in Texas, sir? Tell me. So. I think I'm gonna, it may have changed. Look it up, look
0: it up. Okay. So basically, with a garnishment, they, I'm gonna break down the three types of garnishments generally. And one of them is creditor. If you thought you're mm-hmm. running away from that credit card bill, nope. They're, it may take time, but they go through the court process and a lot, and they hit your check. And that goes right to your HR and payroll department. And maybe you see the copy as well. Mm-hmm. And, if you and sometimes you have an a, ta- a chance to answer, and if you take if you handle it directly, then they won't garnish you. But if you don't answer in a timely manner, boom, the payroll department is mandated to put that in. It's not their choice. What's up? What'd you find so
1: for Texas? There's only certain types of garnishments that can be taken out of your check, and so this Ooh. may be a good for you to know if you're a Texas. Yeah. Employee. So in Texas, wage garnishments are prohibited by the Texas Constitution except for mm-hmm. child support, spousal support, student loans or unpaid taxes, there are there is an exception for out of state judgments that have been domesticated in Texas wow. from a state that allows wage garnishments. But they said that a that a debt collector cannot garnish your wages for ordinary debts. Oh wow.
0: That's that's awesome. That's awesome call out, bro. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See, I love the little nuggets. I love when this sparks little things. Oh, wait a minute! I remember this. That's what forty years of payroll brings you, folks. <laughs> <Yeah. Where it laughs> little things that we forgot about. We know more about payroll than most people have. We forgot that more about payroll than most, than people, most people, know. people know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. And then that's a gar- that's that was the creditor one. Then it's tax levies. If you think you're running from your taxes and not paying your tax, government will put it right yeah. into your. Thing. And then, of course, the other one, uh, the third is child support. Is actually another one I know about, but we'll, we'll talk about it. So yeah, child support, of course. Mm-hmm. And the big thing is with child support is that there are advocates out there trying to standardize it across every state because every state has its own rule. Every yeah. state has its own document that they send to your payroll professional. So again, like the big call out, I think, with garnishments is folks, they're not doing that because they want to, oh, this is Brian and payroll. He hates me anyway. This is why he did that and all. They can- We have pay, legal obligation. Yeah. Because, the, oh, yeah.
1: because certain agencies, certain creditors, certain whatever garnish garnishers, they will come at the employee employer yep. and hit the employer with fees and say, "Hey, yep. you didn't set this MLT, up in a timely yep. manner. Yep. You didn't respond. You didn't submit the answer to this question form that we needed filled out." And the next thing you know, the employer is getting litigation. Next, oh, we're yep. coming at you now. Now your yep. response. I think there's a couple of different states that where if you don't answer or you don't set it up in time as the employer they can come at you for the entire debt
0: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying that, that's why i don't want people to get mad at their payroll department you know what i mean well I knew walt didn't like me
1: a good payroll department or good practice for a payroll department so your payroll department because we're talking about customer service that a mm-hmm. payroll department mm-hmm. or hr department should give you right It'll so yes. in this case when a garnishment is received from whether it comes from legal or whatever good practice would be to reach out to the, the manager employee. of the employee yeah. or the employee or uh, the, yeah. the employee directly yep. and you could let them know hey we got this garnishment we have to set it up mm-hmm. but that will give them because a lot what a lot of people don't understand is that you can call those creditors and be like hey i got this garnishment. let's set something on my it. check that's right you know what i'm saying like, hey i'll pay 50 dollars a check if yep. you just agree to not garnish me or something or i'll that's pay right. it directly that's and right. they, they still allow you to do that and because most of these creditors they'll work with you yes. and and you might be able to set up something where you pay a partial amount yes and much less than it's paying the whole amount at a much higher rate Thank you or whatever exactly so, what i'm saying
0: yep that's exactly right i love it um
1: that, we didn't we got so
0: much experience with those things. Man. Oh my gosh, for <laughs> real. And, and that's what I'm saying. Every state is different. The amounts are different. To piggyback on what we're saying about the amounts, you can save money because we're mandated to do a certain calculation. Whereas if you call and you handle your own business, you can be like, yes, I'll do 50, 25. They don't care. They just need their money. Um, they want their money and they want to plant it so it it pays for you to deal with it the other one is which is not very or i i I did it at a a college i was at we allowed employees to self-impose deductions and there's a name uh, for it there's a a name for the garnishment but it's basically allowing the employee to come to you with a document and say hey can you garnish my check and send it to these people and yeah but I would warn against it because then you open up this, you open up the, the door for or any employee to bring in you any garnishment. And you don't want to, you don't want to get into that business. You want to be mandated to do garnishments. You know what wow. I mean? I think that's the best practice. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm, these could be some things that are often in payroll, but could be in HR, but it's very, it's like the gray stuff. The What's up?
1: I want to put one note out there is yeah. that if you are self-employed mm. and are an independent contractor. Yes. And because because you're not considered an employee. Right. They shouldn't set up a garnishment for you because you're not considered technically an employee That's of garn- that yeah. entity. Yeah. So That's- just be mindful of that.
0: Wait a minute, but I, that, aren't there garnishments f- for... 1099, I feel like there's something there. Gosh, folks, if anybody's in AP, then I got to ask my niece. She's in in AP, yeah. But yeah, that's a good, great call out. If you're, There's probably a different process, a different thing if you're a self-employed, yeah. Mm -hmm. So some of the things I just wanted to leave you with is like the gray area, right? You think you're going to call payroll because of it because like basically if it happened in your check, you're going to call payroll, right? Mm -hmm. But these are some of the things that could be they need somebody else's help the yeah. benefit deductions like I was talking about, the amounts, right? It, if it changed, a good payroll team might be well-versed and say, hey, did you just change for open enrollment? Did yeah. you just elect something new? Did you just have a life event? You can, They know, and this is not for nothing. This is an area where if you're interested in getting into payroll and hr these are areas where you get to flex over and learn more there's so much in mm-hmm. payroll and hr to learn there's so much that you, you can stretch over and oh i want to learn about that and i want to learn there's more to it than meets the eye anyway i'm going down i'm getting no, no, excited no. i'm getting yes. excited about getting young people excited about getting yeah, into yeah. payroll that's yeah. one of our journeys this season for our main payroll show and we're absolutely going to bring some of those elements to the paycheck show because yeah we need young people in payroll. So if you, or any age for that matter, but mainly the, how can I say the concern is that payroll is not gonna get backfilled in the next 10 years. And Walt also found it in doing our research with CPAs. Yep. That's another industry that is aging. And, and And overall, shoot, if you're looking for, to get your kids or yourself into a different thing, look at these industries where there's no backfill there. Right? there's a lot of industries that everybody oh. that's in it is getting older, and there's no people to take over
1: and, and there's lots of opportunity for you to make money in these industries yes, too because yes. they're saying that somebody that doesn't have as much experience as a cPA they're they're freshly graduated and they're coming in and getting these huge roles yep. because there's nobody people, else there's nobody out there really yeah you
0: yeah know? so that so anywho I'm going down that rabbit hole but anyway and and this is one of the things that I, th- see, this is how I got into HR because I never said no as I was growing in payroll, right? Mm-hmm. Brian, we need you to do this. We need you. I'm like, but that's not me. This is all right. No problem. Fine. I'll do it. And sometimes I was the only one with the skill set to do these things because the technicality that it needs or what. And yeah. I, after a while, I was like, man, this is cool. I'm learning a lot of stuff. What so, anyway, if you call payroll, the areas that they could have to partner with to help you get the answer. Pay benefit deductions, your time clock, a punch error. I remember what I was going to say earlier. I'm going to come back to garnishments. So your benefit deduction amounts, your time clock, pay time off your PTO. Like right now, people get confused because they'll call Walt all the time. Hey, fix my PTO. And Wall's like, that is HR. Here's Brian. That's, that's my boy Brian over here. This is this the other guy. <laughs> the other boy here, guy here. And that, honestly, PTO is something that could sit either way. It's the a- reason why it ends up in payroll sometimes is the technicalities of it all. Payroll's very equipped to deal with these minute details and the, the devil. And so that's that's payroll's job. So when, that, when it gets to that level, they're like, oh, this must be a payroll thing. It's PTO. Mm-hmm. But no. And HRIS has it here. And so that's one of the things, PTO, they could need to talk to your manager. So yeah. they may not be able to solve it in a vacuum for you. They may have to pause, take some notes, yeah. go get some information, go look at some things, and then get back to you.
1: There's different at, there's different levels or different components that go into the service that you get from your payroll or HR department, right, when it comes to the PTO because to your point, because you, you just put something in my head, Brian, about them having to go to the employee's manager to get approval, mm-hmm. right? To say, hey, the employee came to me about this, Is can you confirm that this is correct? Yes. Because a good payroll professional, or HR professional should get some sort of verification, get some sort of thing to make sure that they're not doing anything wrong or okay. um, erroneously, yeah. In the system to and overpay somebody. Yep. Because there's times, there's been times where in my career, I'll speak on myself, where I went it was moving so fast just to help the employee out. Oh, I got to do this because I'm yes. it's right by the employee. Yes. And I didn't, and I didn't in my, in, earlier in my career, I didn't think about going to my manager or, to going or, or going to their manager and getting that approval. And it mm-hmm. ended up burning me mm-hmm. in the long run. Oh, this yeah. person didn't have that time. This person didn't do this, whatever it is. Such a great call out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't beat up your payroll department. They got, they're, they're not right. They don't have all the power. They got to get approval. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, time clocks and pay time off is one of them. Another one is compliance, right? If it's out of compliance, there may be somebody else governing the compliance and the, what was going to say the policy of things. Somebody else might
1: be the policy pol- police, not payroll.
0: Yeah. And which is good actually, yeah. because you don't want, you don't want payroll can't have too much power because we yeah. do impact that check. We're touching yeah. your check. So you don't want those people to have you. They need to do everything with approval.
1: Hey, what what cartoon of was that? No, what cartoon was that? Was it He Man? I have the power. The power <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> Power has the power payroll has the power so you gotta they had they need to be very heavily regulated and with a lot of oversight we (laughs) folks we're gonna we're about to give you guys paychecks hopefully if we find a true crime story we're gonna bring our first true crime episode to it's about your paycheck Uh and those are super fun because we just get to gossip about somebody doing some bad stuff
1: we'll we'll tell you some shady things that employees did (laughs) some shady things that a payroll person did stealing from their employees we'll let you know
0: yeah. We, yes. Yeah. So we're, we we want to make sure it's the right payroll, true crime story for you folks, yeah. but yeah, we're coming with that and we, uh, the compliance is all over it because business owners love to evade taxes and then get caught up and go to jail for it. So I don't know yeah. why they want to keep doing that, but they keep doing it. Another one is OT, your overtime you may call payroll complaining about your overtime they don't know folks they don't know you got to go to your manager for that or payroll may need to touch base with your manager get that confirmation that will missed miss that time and get the approval and say okay sure i see that you missed five hours what's up
1: just to not this isn't a pushback on you listeners as employees right but i do want to call out especially with the time clocks and the paid off time, anything that is re- revolving, anything that has the punch in or whatever <laughs> punch out, you have a responsibility as well. We have a responsibility yes. as employees to yes. look they at our time out. clocks to, yep. to make sure we're paid correctly. We have a responsibility as employees to review our pay stubs to make sure that we're paid correctly. And then the next level of that is our managers reviewing the time cards and making sure that there's no punches that we didn't miss a, a punch in or because sometimes one of the common things that we see when it comes to time, clock in clock out is that a person will forget to a punch and it goes to the next day and it, it they get a lot of hours on their check or in their time card and if nobody catches it it's going to go to payroll and payroll is going to pay what come what the data that's given to them so sometimes a lot of these employees are like oh I didn't know I got overpaid or I didn't know this I didn't know that so my challenge to you as the employee is to do more research and do your due diligence when it comes to your time card so you can avoid those errors in the future
0: yeah yeah, a great call out. And the the last one is just along with is your time card again, like breaks. When you're mm-hmm. California is a big call out for meal breaks, they have a automatic penalty if their employees don't get to take their meal breaks. So if you're in California, you're a W two employee full time, and meal breaks is a big go look up meal breaks. You guys yeah. are privy or mandated to like get your meal break and you have to sign off if you're not taking your meal breaks on time. That has to be your Good power. Call on, man. Right. Yeah. So what I wanted to say about garnishments real quick is the manager piece. Right. So just in case folks, cause I, cause how I said, like we were saying, Oh, you can com- communicate with the employee or the manager you said, and that made me think, mm-hmm. I just don't want, I don't want folks to get upset when they, if they say, Oh, my manager showed me this garnishment child support, but blah, blah. I don't want him knowing know my business. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just the way the company works because I was at a company doing payroll one time. I wasn't allowed to interact with the employees. Mm. I had to go through their managers. Those were my points of contact. The managers would deal with the employee. The manager's privy. You may not like the manager and all that stuff, but the manager is privy to that information. They're there. that's, you're their employee. You know what I mean? Probably to the extent of HIPAA. There are probably some HIPAA rules around that, but even that, as managers, they might have to sign off on HIPAA, which means they get to know, but they can't share that information yeah. outside of just you and them. They can't just go to your department and be like, oh, back there, Chris. Yeah, we see you got herpes here, man. We got to take care of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, you putting my business out. Yeah. You know, or even something good. Hey, Carol, you're pregnant. No, you can't do that. Congratulations, Carol's pregnant, everybody. You can't yeah. do that. If, you signed the, if you're a manager and you signed the HIPAA agreement, you cannot talk about people's medical stuff and you shouldn't you, regardless even if you did or didn't sign it whatever you, you the HIPAA stuff is bound and it's 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 private information mm-hmm. so but just to circle back to that because some people may think why do they know that why did do why does HR keep doing this or payroll because we're not they may not be allowed they may not be allowed to to talk to you directly, or to interact with you directly, or email you directly, they have to go to their
1: manager. And for you as the employee, yeah. So if you're sick, to your point, Brian, if you have some, if you do have something going on with you, and you you want to be careful what you divulge. Yes. Like you you want to be careful because it could set a, a it could cause people to assume are to paint a picture with your HR department or your payroll department or your company in general. If, if you come on and say, Oh, I have all this drama. I have this medical stuff. I have this and hopefully they're, they're a good company and they don't do that. But I've, I have heard of situations where, where somebody divulged something and they thought they, Hey, if I share this, the company's going to empathize, sympathize with me or whatever. They're They're like, the company's going to Pull me closer. And no, the that person ended up being terminated because they were like, Oh, you have too much going. They were in one of those states that it was an at will state. The company of course the company didn't put that in the documentation. Right. Oh, no. this is why, but they just said, yeah. Okay, this person's not gonna be reliable coming yeah. up. So we're gonna get rid of them. Yeah. So just be just be careful. That's what I'm saying. Just be just it, I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's no, a it's a fine it's, line, it's, right?
0: It's true, it's it no, it's very true because you don't one time. Shoot, I had a boss one time that like pulled it out of me, what was going on personally. And when I told him, he was like, got to leave that stuff at the door. Got to do your job. (laughs) I was like, why did I do this? And that's why you got to be very even keel, folks. This is just a life note. Triumph and defeat, man. Treat them both just the same. You can't stay in the highs too long, and you can't stay in those lows too long. Yep. You got to deal with them regardless, and celebrate the wins. I'm not saying you don't celebrate the wins and whatnot, but you don't lose focus because you're so happy, you lose focus. You're so sad, you lose focus. No, come on, gotta. And that's a big thing at work. It's just like, yeah, you gotta just keep things at arm's length. Like Walt said, be careful what you share on your personal. Oh that's what I was going to say. There there are these cartoons going around on TikTok and it's just like the stick figure ladies yeah. Veronica and some, I forget the boss's name. But it, it's great. I love it. I love it. They are shoot I wish we could get the person on the voice on and talk and come on this show because uh-huh. they really are about employee rights, right? If you really look at these cartoons, it's about the employees rights because uh-huh. the last one I just saw Oh yeah, just saw it, 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 the boss called somebody, that called the Veronica at home on a Saturday. And she's, oh, I really need you to come in today. She's, first of all, I blocked your number on the weekends. How did you call me? And the manager's appalled. What, you blocked my number? She's, yeah, it's Saturday. How'd you call? Oh, I called from a different line. And she's, okay, yeah, that's how you got through. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's my day off. I'll. She's, oh no, I need help today and da, da, da. She's, yeah, no, that's great, but. It's, it's my day <laughs> off. Sorry. I'm sorry. She's no, you don't have to be sorry. She's no, I'm sorry for you because I'm not coming in. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. short, shorted yeah. today. And then and she'll see you Monday. And she's, Oh, actually, no, it's Martin Luther King. So I'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> Click. And that's true. You can't let managers bully you guys. Like you have mm-hmm. rights. Yeah. You have rights. Don't think, Oh, if I don't go in on Saturday, I'm going to get fired. If that's not your schedule, if that's not what you were hired for, you can push back. They even have another clip where they're talking about where she's talking about the at will on a job description. At the end, it mm-hmm. says and any other duties assigned. Yes, she, she was like, "So what does that look like?" And the manager couldn't explain it, and it was in an interview. Yeah, sure Veronica just got up and left the interview because
1: she. Was... No, it, it's true. It's true because employees use that to say, yeah. "I can get you to yeah. do whatever. If I need you to clean the fridge, the company fridge in here, go clean yeah. the fridge." <laughs>
0: Yeah. And that's, and basically it just highlighted all the person wanted was like an example of it. Yep. And the manager was like, I can't give you an example. Cause they, oh my gosh, there's so many things. And that's a red flag. Right. You don't want that. You want them to be able to put that into some type of scope. Yeah. I get it. Any other duties, you should have been able to say not anything. It's just anything that you could actually help with. You know okay. what I mean? That might be a good answer. So yep. anywho, remember your payroll department is there to ensure that your compensation is accurate, compliant, and legal requirements, right? Has the compliance with all the legal requirements. Don't hesitate to reach out to them. If you have questions and concerns, if they can't help you directly, they can definitely get you to the right department. And mm-hmm. Walt is going to share with us some of the challenges that all customer service pros face, right? Customer service is a tough job. It's mm-hmm. And I used to be scared of it. I used to love payroll because it wasn't so customer service Heavy, but Mm -hmm. as payroll has uh, what is it evolved, elevated, escalated? Customer service is absolutely at the forefront of payroll. Is what? So what you
1: got for us, Walt? As we near the end of this episode, we like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to you for listening. Before we sign off, here are a couple quick things Don't forget to follow. It's about payroll on LinkedIn, and it's about your paycheck on Facebook and TikTok. We love engaging with our audience and you'll be able to receive exclusive updates and behind the scenes content. Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing and most importantly, keep going. So yeah, a lot of us, whether you're in payroll, HR, no matter what job you're in, there's somebody that you have to serve or answer to, right? There's somebody that you may have to provide a report for it or do data for or do an activity for or whatever, right? We're just going to really talk about some of the things that you could do to help improve your customer service, right? Um, So let me get into that. I have about four different things. So the first one is AI. Utilize yes. AI. Like I know it's new. And there's Speaking. different things that you can do. But one of the things that Brian and I use is ChatGPT all mm-hmm. the time. Like, we, we, hey, we'll put our stuff in there and it'll format it in a way that we like or it'll give us different things that we want, right? So in an era of AI, you, we need to view technology as a powerful ally. Yes. Not a threat, right? Yes. We need to leverage those AI tools for our routine task and allowing for more time for our personalized customer interactions and and we can be a little we can be more proactive in understanding and adapting to these changes that are coming and yep. it'll just enhance the effic- efficiency so yep. the one thing is said here is that leverage ai tools for routine tasks yes. maybe there's different things that we can do instead of you doing it manually you pop it into chat gpt with the thing that you need and it does it for you like that in a mm-hmm. second and okay that gives me five ten minutes back or whatever and that five emails, ten minutes
0: yep.
1: add, that five ten minutes for a payroll professional or someone in customer service yeah. in customer service in general yeah it, it it will it, it could change your day yep five ten minutes here five ten minutes there that can really change your day because yep. you can focus on something else that may be a little bit more important or a little bit more that co- also a little bit more ex- yeah more critical a little bit more exertion or whatever it is right yep That's one thing you want to need. Lean into AI.
0: Yeah. Emails, right? You could get help with emails. You can, they can summarize meetings after a meeting. Like, we're going to use that. These little things that just, Mm -hmm. you're not asking it to, it's not plagiarizing or nothing. That's Mm -hmm. just an organizational thing that's just helping you. You got to leverage that. Things like that. Leverage it, man.
1: And then the next thing in in customer service that you want to do, you want to stay relevant. But Mm -hmm. how do you do that? You do that through continuous learning and adaptation right that means you keep growing you keep so as like we just said with ai ai is coming in you have to change with that you have to grow with it there's going to be some bumps in the road and stuff like that but you have to continue to grow so like staying relevant by adopting a mindset of continuous learning regularly updating your skills staying informed about yep. industry t- trends and being adaptable and embracing the change whether that's from a communication standpoint, customer preferences, or service methods, right? So, really, like a simple way to to gauge what your customers want is to do surveys and say, okay, hey, yeah, a- what do the the our customers, the people that we serve, what do they want? Yeah, and that's how you can stay relevant, and you yep. could like, and you can just that's, continue to learn and grow. Yep. as your customers learn and grow too right yep. that's why they have so many analytics that we use yes. and stuff like that all these different companies use these different things and most companies have a somebody who handles report reporting mm-hmm. and say hey show me this show me that mm-hmm. what, are, what are our customers like what don't they like did they like this thing that we did or did they not like this thing that we did like how do we grow yep. another thing that can help you during uh for customer service is staying positive during the tough times yeah and how can you do that? you can do that through being mindful and self care take care of yourself take that break like yes. when your break comes up take yes. it I understand you might be busy there's days that Brian and I and Brian you can attest to this where payroll's just busy and everything's hitting yep. the fan and oh, everything's yeah. going wild and our lunch comes up and like it. okay I, I gotta do a working lunch or I gotta mm-hmm. do a shorter break or whatever, but you still need to It's okay for you to, especially if you're staring at a screen all day, it's okay for you to walk away for five, 10 minutes at a time and just, okay, I just need to, I just need to breathe a little bit, right? So in the face of personal and professional challenges, you want to prioritize the self care and being mindful, right? So you want to practice resilience by focusing on the now and the presence and getting support, seek support when you need help you feel overwhelmed and get support from your team if you need that and maintaining a healthy work-life balance and another thing that will help with uh being positive is having a positive work environment or workplace workplace culture that values well-being there's some companies that don't value well-being they just like hey you just need to get it done it's about business but unfortunately But you need to, that's why we have the power as employees to manage ourselves and manage our mindfulness and our self-care. So that's something that you really want to focus on. And the, the last thing is, as a manager, just speaking to you, you employees who are in a supervisory or managerial role, right? And it's about balancing the consumer and your employee needs. So as a manager, you have to walk a line where you have to manage these people and make sure that they're doing this, thing. And then you have to serve like maybe the C-suite or maybe you have to do this. Or there's as a manager, you still have to practice customer service. You still have to, but you also have to make sure that your team uh, those people that report to you are also doing the same thing. So you have to maintain that balance, right? Because if you're always just focused on your team and your team is always needing you to guide them and always and you always have to be on them about stuff, that may take your focus away from other places where you have to provide customer service as a manager. So you want to be able to strike a balance between providing excellent customer service And fostering a positive work environment for your team, empower your employees with the necessary tools and training. Listen, but another thing in here, as a manager, you want to listen to your employees' insights. Hey, they're actually doing the 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 work. They're actually in the field, right? They're the soldiers on the field. Yep. That that you're like leading like the front line, and so if they come with you, come to you with an with an idea. You want to listen to it. Yeah. Right. And, I, like, yeah. and consider it. Right. It's, I'm not saying that, Oh, you, we're going to make this change because you may have to get authorization depending on your title. You may have to get authorization to implement that change, but it may be something that may impact and and greatly impact or positively impact the work environment and positively impact the work there. Right. Yep. And yeah. Create, create an atmosphere that, that allows for collaboration to happen and recognize that satisfied employees contribute to satisfied customers all oh, of that right so satisfied employees contribute to satisfied customers right so oh, if yeah. your employees are happy then your customers are going to be happy because they're going to be like oh man it's almost like you're giving customer service to your employees yep. and the other people and that is going to be contagious so if your yes. employees feel empowered they're gonna they're gonna take that same energy the same mindset and give it to everybody else yeah. it's that servant leadership yep yep so remember uh-huh. in the dynamic world of customer service adaptability continuous learning and a positive mindset are key ingredients for success yeah be adaptable be kind be mindful and continue to learn and grow yep. and own up to your mistakes. Own it. So, when you make a mistake and you may give somebody the wrong information or you may misunderstand what they're saying, and that's okay. It, it, these things happen. Yep. Me as a, as a payroll professional, I've given someone the wrong amount for retro one time and said, Oh, and realized that, hey, I gave you the wrong amount. Please forgive me. I'm sorry for the confusion. Here you go. Because you still are human. You're, you're still human. Yeah. You're going to make a mistake. Yep. And, and, That's the, that's where the customer service comes in and where you're like, Hey, I made this mistake, but here I I caught it and I corrected it. So here you go. Yep. That's it, man.
0: No, that's dope, man. I think that's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And if you're, again, if you're reaching out to payroll, then give them some grace. They Mm -hmm. should absolutely deliver high customer service, but because of all the things Walt said, customer service is hard. So if you're a Mm -hmm. customer service professional, And you're the payroll professional back there. Just keep those things in mind Yep. and work it into your daily, man. Just like you said, be adaptable. The the, the continuous learning is that's probably my claim to fame. I was just always trying to stay learning, man. Trying to stay learning, trying to stay learning something. So
1: Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: dope, man. That's That's it. You capped it off perfectly for us, Walt. Thank you so much. And folks, it's about your paycheck. Check us out in the coming weeks as we come to deliver that fun true payroll crime stories for y'all mm-hmm. and it, it, it'll be like beware right because if these things are happening out there you guys gotta beware because folks take advantage of us folks mm-hmm. try to hack into our paychecks all the time so we gotta beware we're gonna try to cover some of those stories for y'all in yep. the coming weeks but until then y'all have a good day we love you peace, peace.